Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Robots Radio presents... Welcome to the Cyberpunk Lorecast, where style is just as important as substance. Welcome to the podcast where we explore the lore, news, and gameplay of the cyberpunk games and other dystopian worlds. I'm your host, Robots. Cyberpunks, welcome to 2020. 22 we are uh, quickly hurtling into the dark future but uh in other in other news we have some breaking news actually on the cyberpunk 2077 front there is a leak that just dropped this is something that was posted to 4chan so of course take this with a grain of salt but this has to do with the dlc the uh, the big patch that's coming the big Rumor department, the rumor mill is churning, information is coming out, and it seems like, well, a new year, a new time for some uh, potential new information for what's what's coming down the line. So either this is a consolidation of a bunch of other rumors and somebody decided, hey, it's time to get some uh, attention on their 4chan account, or this could be a glimpse from somebody with some inside knowledge as to what is actually going to be released in the next few months. So I was <laughs> I was actually sitting down to do a, a lore episode. I was going to, you know, I was <laughs> brainstorming some things to kind of take you guys into some more lore stuff in order to kind of uh, get the new year going in, in that direction when this dropped. And I was like, I absolutely need to focus in on this and get you guys up to speed on this stuff because it's it's pretty exciting. So tell you what, that's what this episode is about. It's about news. So let's get right into it. I hope you guys are excited because if this is true, then we've got quite an update coming to Cyberpunk 2077. So buckle in and here we go. All right. So this was posted by an anonymous account on 4chan on the second. It is the third currently while I record this. And this uh, this post has already been removed. So either there's some credence to this or there isn't. And somebody decided that it was just time to remove the post. So take that for whatever you think. And um, I'm going to go through is, is a list of bullet points here. So we're going to go through each of the bullet points and I'm going to break it down and let you know what I think about each of these. So first bullet point, cyberpunk next gen slash patch 1.5 will be treated as a soft relaunch for the game. The game will be renamed cyberpunk 2077 samurai edition. All right. So that seems credible. Or it seems not necessarily credible, but seems potentially likely. Patch 1.5, soft relaunch. Everybody knows that this is a thing that video games do now. When games don't necessarily launch great, they'll relaunch the game, give it a new 
a new name, a new edition, a new a new version, all of that stuff, make it seem like it's a brand new thing. And Samurai Edition, that sounds that makes sense. Not the most creative name in the world, but all right. I'm down with that. Seems cool. Sounds cool, right? Let's just go with it. All right. Next point. CDPR will do a big live stream around February to reveal the patch. The cyberpunk anime and the first expansion. Okay, that also seems very likely. February would be the right time to do it. Significant amount of time past the holiday buzz. New games are starting to come out again. We've got a series of new games that will be launching in February. This is when people will be focused on that kind of stuff. And the anime is starting to gear up. I've already seen some images and some things for that. It seems that this will be top of mind and talking about the first expansion that, that again, this jives, this, this makes sense. This is kind of what I was expecting anyway, that we would get some more information around February. So, okay. So far, so good. Next point, new patch features, barber shops, a garage, improved AI, transmog system, a complete rebalancing of the loot system and new UI. All right, let's go through each of these because holy crap. If you've been listening to this podcast, then you know that these are almost every single thing here is something that we've talked about on the show for maybe the entirety of since this game has been out. So let's just go through each one. Barbershops. The ability to make your character look how your character wants, right? Visually, like you set up your character at the beginning of the game, you choose your hairstyle, you choose the way your character looks. And then from that point on, you can't change the way your character looks at all, right? You're just kind of stuck. And we, how many times have we talked about this? Uh, Captain Logan and I have talked about this on this show about how people want to live in this game. And in so many other games. I mean, in fact, I just saw a post uh, recently on Reddit where somebody was showing how their character in their game over time got more, more, more worn and look older as the, as the game went on because they wanted to show the passage of time and the way that like the, the events in the game affected their character. And I've done that as well. When you role play your character, you want to be able to make your character feel lived in. The character should change with the events that go on. Sometimes people want to do that. And in a game like Cyberpunk, that totally makes sense. So why not change the hair or why not? Why not be able to affect the way the character looks? Totally makes sense. And this also goes back to some of the things that they were touting when they were marketing this game. Oh, my God. A year and a half ago, two years ago before it came out. So, yes, barbershops. Okay, a garage. They sell you cars. They, <laughs> this is one of the things that's in the game, is that this idea that you can collect all of these vehicles. You can win them, you can get them from quests, you can buy them. Why not keep them in a garage and show them all off, right? This totally makes sense as well. This has to do with living in the world and making the world feel like a real place. All right. Also, improved AI. 
how many times have we talked about the police not chasing you? There was a video that came out recently with one of the devs talking about like, well, in all these open world games, you don't necessarily have the police chase you. Everybody wants this game to be GTA where the police chase you and not all of these other games do police chase you. No, listen, there are so many other games out there where police chase you and the examples that they gave where police don't chase you, it's because that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it wouldn't make sense to have police chase you. So why not have improved AI where gang members or police officers will hunt you down because they care? <laughs> why not have a situation where there's some sort of people remember you and pay attention to who you are because that's what humans would do because, you know, people care about stuff like that. So that makes sense. Uh, and just improved AI in general. You know, the AI isn't the smartest. It's not the most intelligent. <laughs> Let's be honest. They're kind of just kind of do what they do. They don't necessarily react in intelligent ways and they kind of default to basic behaviors. And once you figure out those behaviors, you kind of just take care of them. Right. But in a world where you can hack through a video system and take everybody out pretty easily, you would expect that certain gangs who understand that that's a thing that's possible would learn how to deal with that more more quickly than other gangs who aren't necessarily as aware that that's a thing that they need to be able to deal with, right? Certain people would be able to deal with certain situations better. Certain gangs that are better at melee combat are going to be better at dealing with somebody who's running up at them with a sword, you know, not just because they have a different set of abilities, but because the AI actually manages that better, that kind of thing. Transmog system. We've talked about this a lot. Let me wear clothes that I want to wear because I want to look a certain way. Fashion is a huge part of this. This is part of the reasons it showed up in the marketing. They were talking about the Neo Kitsch and all the different fashion styles. The way you look in cyberpunk is part of the point. So let's stop looking like we just all are, are all walking around wearing, you know, the clothes that got passed down to us from all of our older siblings. And maybe we can all just put on the clothes that we want to wear, transmog it to the, the clothing that we want to wear, and then just get the, you know, the the armor stats or or whatever from the clothes that we want the armor stats from. Let's mix and match, you know, and then a complete rebalancing of the loot system. So that makes sense. Let's let's make that actually work. The, the loot system is broken. This is one of the things you learn from modding. And I talked about this a few weeks ago. The the actual loot system and the uh, the combat system in general, the way the stats work is pretty broken. So I hope that that means that as well. And then new UI. I don't have much of an issue with the UI, but I did notice that uh, now that my wife has been playing this for a while, that there are some things that weren't intuitive to her and she's not a new gamer. She plays a lot of games. She's an intelligent person. She runs she runs a research lab at a university like she's not she's not like my parents trying to play a game, right? Because they're not really gamers. She's an intelligent person who plays video games and some of the things in the UI she didn't really pick up very quickly, which leads me to believe that that's that's not a people problem. That's a UI problem. And I've worked in in and around UI development before. So it seems to be that there are some improvements that could be made there. So all of this sounds great. These are all things that have been asked for. So hopefully these are in the works, right? All right. Number four, 
The promised free DLC will be bundled in and includes four new weapons, new game plus, apartment customization, and new gigs. All right, let's go through these. So more more free DLC, and this, the free DLC is always these like smaller packs. Uh, it's not like the big story DLC, right? It's big story DLC, you think Witcher 3 and the big story sets that you get where you go to like a new zone and there's a bunch of new characters and a bunch of new story and stuff like that. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about free DLC, like new weapons, four new weapons. So that sounds cool. You know, like maybe these are legendary weapons and different types of legendary weapons, you know, like maybe one's a rifle, one's a katana and another one's a pistol, that kind of thing. And then we have um, new game plus. So this sounds awesome. Hopefully the new game plus allows you to skip some of the cinematics, maybe some of the dialogue options, like maybe there's more dialogue options. That'd be really cool. Or maybe there's uh, the ability to level up your character beyond where you could level it up before some other perks and bonuses that weren't in the original first playthrough of the game. Maybe they uh, don't gate certain things at certain times. Maybe you can skip some of the brain dances, things like that. That would be amazing. Apartment customization, again, being able to live in the world, design the the world the way you want it to feel like for living in and around Night City. That would be great. And the new gigs. That sounds awesome, too. I mean, if you've been playing this game since it came out, you've probably played all the gigs before, maybe multiple times. So being able to do something new sounds awesome. Bullet point number five. Tons of small stuff like Judy and Pan Am sending you more text messages during the course of the game. So again, this is making the game feel more lived in. And this makes a lot of sense because Judy and Pan Am are two of the most liked characters in the game. They're two of your love interests, so that makes a lot of sense as well. But when you look for things that people search, um, I was just looking at the wiki, you know, doing some research for future topics and when you look at the wiki it the official or unofficial cyberpunk wiki uh what's it called it's just the uh the fandom.com one the there are popular pages and the most popular page is romance then johnny silverhand then judy then pan am in that order those are the most popular pages so these are popular characters and for those characters to be corresponding with you more often through text messages and things like that will make the world again feel more lived in totally makes sense. Is it in, is this, is this going to be one of the things they actually put in the game? Maybe, but it makes sense for it to be on the list, right? All right. What is this? Number six, number six, first expansion takes place in Pacifica, which is actually quite, quite huge. This, that's the node in this right here. Um, Pacifica is a large zone and it's relatively empty. So this would make sense um, from a, from a map design for it, this to be built out, right? For now we're talking first expansion. This is story expansion. So this, this makes sense for a number of reasons. It physically fits into the game. It is physically designed as a place where you could build this out. There's a, a number of buildings and locations that you could build into. So for example, closed doors in towers or buildings and things like that, that you could then build out more locations, places to visit. This also makes sense for 
the Voodoo Boys to be more involved in this expansion because we only got a very small glimpse of them in the main game. And th that would be very interesting because we didn't get much of a sense of what they were up to or what their goals were, especially when it came to the old net and the black wall and all of all of that stuff. We got a very, very small bit of that and we got some really cool characters, but there's a lot more going on there, guys. Now, how that plays into our character, do we get to be V? Is this is this a section of the story that gets plugged into the middle of the story? Maybe part of a new game plus something like that. Or is this a different story and we're a different character? How does that work out? I don't know. But it makes sense for this to be the zone that we do this, this story in. Pacifica makes a lot of sense because it isn't built out that much. So I, I think this works really well for where this might be going. Now, this next one, number seven, this one, I th this is where things start to go in a, a little bit different direction. And it... it the next few points are going to go back and forth a little bit, but here, let's just go with this. Number seven, you walk around and do quests in what is called the combat zone. Let me read that again. You walk around and do quests in what is called the combat zone. Is this a different location? This seems like a separate place not in night city like in the badlands somewhere in a place that can be regularly changed regularly updated this feels like something that may have been part of like a multiplayer section of the game if this feels like a step in that direction like a place where you could have evolving content a place where you could in, increase the difficulty of enemies to fight a place where you could play with say pitting your character against multiple enemies multiple different types of enemies really playing up the video game-ness of the game that kind of thing that's what this feels like to me and we're gonna go a little bit more into that in just a second but I need to take a break because I need to thank our patrons. So I'll be right back. All right, this is the part of the show where I get to thank our patrons and our brand new patron, Benson GT3. Welcome to the Patreon. And I hope I hope you guys had a wonderful holiday and a happy new year and, and all of that stuff. Um, thank you for your support. Thank you for being here to support the show. And if this show has helped you get through the holidays, helped you work and get back to work and drive to work and all of that stuff, then please visit patreon.com slash cyberpunk lorecast. Check out all the different tiers. Check out how you can get ad-free episodes or join us on future episodes of the show. We will be discussing more cyberpunk movies and those kinds of things. But once this expansion comes out and the new content comes out, I would love to have some of you guys on the show to talk about your thoughts on this stuff because it's going to be freaking amazing. 
it really is just a matter of time until we get a lot more content for cyberpunk. There's going to be the anime. There's going to be more updates to 2077. And this is just kind of the uh, the doldrums period before things ramp back up again. So I also know that a lot of people have been playing 2077 because of the Steam stats. This game sold like crazy over the holiday period and the entire last year. And a lot of people have been playing it, even though it got so much bad publicity over the launch period. It really is amazing how well the game did in spite of all of that. So it is it is pretty crazy. But we, of course, love to have you join us on the Discord, the Robots Radio Discord, to be talking cyberpunk and all all the stuff having to do with cyberpunk and this game and all the different cyberpunk content out there. So come join us. And thanks again to all of our patrons. You guys are absolutely the best. All right, so let's get back to the combat zone. So, okay, in the combat zone, there's some more detail here. It's being fought over two new gangs. Now get this. One of them is the Bozos, the violent clown psychopaths with a sick sense of humor. So some of you might be familiar with the Bozos. They will show up in the game, as well as a gang called Slaughterhouse, violent psychopath fascists. Now that both of these sound amazingly violent and also ridiculous, right? Bunch of clowns and then a bunch of fascists. Fascists fighting clowns, that sounds like a perfect formula for ridiculousness. But it also sounds, again, vid very video gamey, right? A bunch of killer clowns and a bunch of fascists. Like, who else do you feel okay killing other than killer clowns and fascists? Again, video gamey stuff. Now, the next bullet point says walking around the combat zone feels very inspired by the game Stalker. All right, Stalker. <laughs> so S-T-A-L-K-E-R. Now, some of you guys might be familiar with the series of games. Uh, I believe it's primarily a PC series. I'm not sure if any of them were released on console. This series was, uh, I believe it's developed by a Eastern European developer. Um, it's based around the idea of like a post-apocalyptic kind of like Chernobyl series, uh, maybe even developed or um, featured in Russia, somewhere like that. But the idea is that um, it's think of like Fallout, but way more serious without any of the goofy stuff. And it's got this pseudo survival fighting off weird monsters and kind of raiders kind of thing going on. But again, it's it's a lot more serious, a lot more um, easier to die from radiation or from bullet wounds, those kinds of things going on. And so if that's that's the vibe they're going for, then that kind of combat doesn't really jive with cyberpunk. That's not the way this game plays. So I don't think that's what they mean. I think they what they probably mean is that that's what the the combat zone looks like this kind of post apocalyptic area this this place that's been chewed up and spit out a place that has been bombed to hell basically you have the wreckage of you know war bombs 
explosions, maybe even irradiated areas from nukes, things like that. Now, does this give us a glimpse of maybe potentially the character that we're playing in a future expansion? Are we a soldier? Is there a reason why we would be in the combat zone? Is this, again, just a very video gamey thing where we are just like a nondescript character in a combat situation? Or are we a soldier type character who's going undercover to deal with the voodoo boys and it also ends up in the combat zone? Something like that. Is that some, are we getting a glimpse maybe of some story elements that fit into this? Um, I don't know this, maybe those, maybe these are two zones that work together for story reasons. And this is kind of like an expansion into that. This is what I'm wondering here. It's like, how do these two things fit together? How does the combat zone and Pacifica fit together? Or are they two very separate pieces? That's what I'm, I'm wondering. I'm not sure how that really really works here so next point cyberpunk will get its own gwent like mini game it involves going to cyberspace and controlling and collecting monsters which you can send to jrpg like battles also has multiplayer so this is interesting and i think it kind of makes sense so think of this as like a based around the whole hacking game like demons and cyberspace that kind of thing but using maybe cards in order to play and to hack and counter hack your enemy that could make a lot of sense also i've jumped back into gwent in my free time uh, gwent is a great game uh, you play it in the witcher and then they refined it and released it as its own separate card game and it seems like it does well enough for them and it, the, the artwork is amazing. It looks great. And this would make a lot of sense as something for them to do using the cyberpunk IP to build into the game and then eventually refine that as a standalone product. So that makes a lot of sense. Plus it gives you more reason to jump back into the game, spend time in the world <laughs> and do the whole thing where, you know, like you play through the game and then you keep getting sidetracked by meeting characters who are like, hey, you want to play Gwent? <laughs> like the whole meme with Geralt constantly playing Gwent rather than actually finding Siri in The Witcher 3. Um, so you've got like that kind of thing going on again. Is this just like, oh, well, this would be funny because it would show up. And so somebody puts this in here as a recommendation. Or is this likely because it seems like the kind of thing that CDPR would do? It could be either one, right? All right, next next bullet point here. One of the monsters looks like the Reaper. Another one I saw looks like an Oni. Okay, Reaper and an Oni. Oni it's, uh, is like a Japanese spirit, right? Uh, or an Asian spirit of some sort. Um, so that would make sense. That would be inspired by Asian stuff. So Cyberpunk has a lot of Japanese influence. One looks like a Reaper. I, I don't know all the names of the different demons from the uh, the tabletop stuff, but that seems like it could be something that might be referencing to that. So uh, I'm not sure about that specifically. Now we're down to the last two points here. The cyberpunk anime called Cyberpunk 2077 Edge Runners is made by Studio Trigger, 
with writing and story made by CDPR themselves. It looks absolutely insane. Beautiful 2D animations that reminds me of Akira. That sounds awesome. We've talked about Akira recently on the show. And for this to be kind of a callback to that style would be very cool. Um, I did see some images of this recently online. And this, I think, is going to be amazing. Um, my hopes are that this ties into the stories and some of the things that we've seen with 2077 builds out the world a little bit more. And if this gives us reason to spend more time in 2077 living in that world and these updates to this game make the world more livable than all the better, because I think that's really what people want. Right. So hopefully we get more news about that. And then the last one here. Another expansion is in early stages of planning, but will only be released if the first expansion is a success. Well, the, <laughs> the game has done so well in spite of all the flaws. I can't imagine. Okay, so let's let's do some brainstorming here. This game re-releases. We've got Cyberpunk 2077 Samurai Edition. It comes out. It has all of the things I mentioned, barbershops, better AI, transmog, a garage. You can update your apartment. You can get new gigs. You've got a new game plus. You've got a whole new set of adventures to do. New story based around Pacifica and the Voodoo Boys, a new combat zone with new gigs to go on. You get to fight the Bozos, Slaughterhouse Gang in a whole new environment that seems like a bombed out war zone. Um, there's a there's like a card game thing you can do that has multiplayer that you're able to play against other people. That seems really out there, the whole working in multiplayer thing. But maybe that's that's in it. And then they're like, well, we'll do another expansion if this one's a success. Are you kidding? Like. <laughs> what? I I can't imagine this is not being a success if it has all of this stuff in it because the game people people are buying and enjoying the game in spite of all the flaws. You fit all this stuff in here and you fix all the bugs on top of that. This is very much what people want. This game goes from being like, yeah, it's pretty good. It, it didn't do all the things they advertised but it was pretty good to, oh my God, this thing's amazing. <laughs> like, I can't imagine that not doing well, you know? But then again, you have to take all of this with a grain of salt because this is just a release that somebody put out. I mean, it's just a post. It's a post on the internet, right? And you can't give this too much credence. Like, this, this plays to all of our wants. That's the thing is that, like, we're human beings, right? We're more, we're most likely to believe either the things we want the most or the things we fear the most. And reality typically is somewhere between the two. So who knows, right? We're just going to have to wait and see because until things really shake out and we get some sort of actual release, then we don't know. Or at least some big announcement that says, hey, this is what is actually going on here. We really don't know. And this was posted, um, the, the way I found this was actually from our Discord. A member in the Discord who goes by, um, let me pull this up here, uh, who goes by Cass uh, said, hey, did you guys see the leaks today? Um, 
if it's if it's true i'm so ready and we were like what 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 um and then so thank you Cass, for sharing this um but the the post that i saw pointing to the 4chan it was actually on reddit and there's a thread on there and so some of the responses on reddit are of course you know skeptical people saying like this is skeptical so for example nihas o on reddit this is the most upvoted response says a large part of this potential leak was rumored before judy and pan am new messages 1.5 soft soft relaunch first expansion pacifica combat zone clown gang the reaper monster were all rumored before so it's either just gathered info from previous rumors from some additional thing added by author or a real leak right so maybe it's one maybe it's the other <laughs> the next highest Voted post is LeBron236, who writes, sounds too good, LMAO. <laughs> yeah, right, you know? Um, <laughs> so it's it's just a mixed bag. You, you really don't know. You, you, I mean, you really don't know. Some of these people are just so, so skeptical. So I guess we're just going to have to wait, you know? We're just going to have to wait and see. But I'd love to hear your th thoughts on this. Um, do you think that there's a chance that this is what's actually going to happen? The other side of the coin here, the, the more skeptical side of the argument says that the the higher ups at CDPR have been totally happy with the way this launch has gone and they don't see anything wrong with the game. And so why actually make any changes like this to it at all? And so and these kinds of leaks are 100 percent bogus. This is not where the game is going to go and they don't see a reason to fix it or to change it like this at all. And I don't think that's the case now. I think that was the case maybe a year ago, a year and a half ago, but that is not the case anymore. I'm I'm going to stay I'm going to say right now that I am on the side of the higher ups have realized what the audience wants and are doing their best to make this game more what the audience actually wants. That's why they're hiring modders. That's why they've gone radio silent for as long as they have. Otherwise, their messaging would be everything's fine. And that's not what we've been getting. So I think the more skeptical side of the argument is no longer accurate. I think that's old news. So that's my thoughts on it, but I'd love to hear your thoughts. Log on to the discord, the robots radio discord, and let me know what you think. And, um, I'll be back next week with another episode, potentially, unless we get some other really crazy news doing a lore episode. I was thinking about digging into some of the, uh, some of the locations in night city and digging a little bit more into those locations. But uh, let me know what you think, guys. And thanks for being here. I will see you again next week. And until then, stay safe in Night City and watch out for crazy clowns and fascists because it looks like they might be roaming around the combat zone, wherever that is. I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Cyberpunk Lorecast. This show is a part of the Robots Radio Network, smart podcasts for interesting people. If you'd like to help support the show, please tell a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. 
If you'd like to get in contact, please send an email to cyberpunklorecast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at cyberpunklore. Also, join the community on the Robots Radio Discord. The link is in the show notes. The music on the show was written and performed by The Midnight and was used with their permission. Go check them out at themidnightofficial.com. Until next time, stay safe in Night City. We'll talk to you later. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Hello, Vault Dwellers. Join me, Jax's sassy lady Romer, Eric, and the creator, Maverick, as we take topics from the Fallout universe and discuss them with other diverse individuals. We can be found wherever you listen to your podcast. You can follow us on YouTube. You can also find us on Twitter, or X, or whatever you want to call it, using at FalloutRTD. You can send us an email using FalloutRTD at gmail.com. Join us. The conversation has already started.